0: Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 57 of Lean Blog Audio. Uh, it is May 28th, 2015. This is a Throwback Thursday post. It's titled, The Leadership Mantras of Don Davis. Now, it's been just about 18 years since I was leaving General Motors um, to start the master's program at MIT's Leaders for Manufacturing program. It's now called Leaders for Global Operations. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, the program or any of the links to the book I'm going to mention here, go to leanblog.org audio 57. You know, the program was founded in the early 90s. You know, it was a different world. Um, they were trying to save and bolster, quote unquote, American manufacturing. While we're now in a world where everybody is a global company, it seems, and fewer academics lament the decline of uh, this value adding sector. Now being a student and a graduate of that program has been uh, incredibly rewarding and helpful to me um, in in my career in in many, many ways. It's a great community and I still participate in the program's annual alumni conferences. Um, Last month, I gave a talk at the alumni conference. It was meant to inspire fellow alumni to get involved in some way to help fix our healthcare system. And so as, as I've reminisced about the program, one highlight was the volunteer teaching of Don Davis, and he was the retired CEO of Stanley Works, uh, the tool company, Stanley Tools. Um, Don retired after serving as CEO of Stanley for more than 20 years, and then volunteered to teach a seminar on leadership and ethics for the LFM LGO program. Now, as the story goes, Don wanted to help industry, um, so he approached MIT to teach and he asked for nothing in compensation other than access to the MIT squash and tennis facilities, which I remember him using either before or, or after class at times. Now in the seminar discussions, you know, Don wasn't much of, much of a lecturer, that wasn't his style. Um, you know, he set a great example as a leader. You know, In many ways, Don uh, was ahead of the curve on topics like servant leadership. In, in other ways, he was what you might call kind of old school, including the importance he placed on integrity and doing the right thing. You know, I, I'd like to think that doing the right thing uh, is making a comeback, at least in, in some circles. But anyway, it was an amazing opportunity to have Don Davis as an instructor and a mentor. Now, Don passed away in 2010, and he left an unfinished book. One of my friends and former colleagues from Dell in the late 90s, um, Steve Cook, and a number of other alumni completed the book, working with Dawn's daughter, Ruthie Davis, of uh, the eponymous shoe company, uh, fashionable shoes um, that, that she uh, started and is uh, well known for, at least in um, circles of people who pay attention to fashion, which is not uh, myself. But um, they all work together, and they published a, a book that, that I've read, and it's great. It's called... Do the right thing. Real life stories of leaders facing tough choices. Now, the book highlights Don's uh, leadership mantras, and it builds on that with real life stories from alumni of our program who leaned upon these mantras to make tough decisions in their careers. Um, and there's a, a blog post written by one of Don's grandchildren I've linked to that explains uh, his different mantras. But you know, here's how they appeared uh, in the book, it just you know, as bullet points. Don Davis leadership mantras. Leaders don't choose their followers, followers choose their leaders. Followers choose leaders they trust, respect, and are comfortable with. Integrity is the bedrock of effective leadership. Only you can lose your integrity. Selfship is the enemy of leadership. Leadership should be viewed as stewardship. Leaders need a base of power and authority But the more a leader uses this power, the less there is left. Be yourself. The number of effective leadership styles is limitless. The best leadership is based on persuasion. Leaders set the ethical standards and tone of the organization by their behavior. One of a leader's key responsibilities is stamping out self-serving politics when it emerges. Be sure to know as much as possible about the people you are leading. One manages things, people lead people. Diversity in an organization is not only legally required and socially desirable, it is effective. Don't make tough borderline decisions until you need to. Many will solve themselves with time. Be quick to praise, but slow to admonish. Praise in public, but admonish in private. When making decisions about people, listen to your gut. Almost everyone can see through manipulation and game playing. Everyone can spot a phony. Learn to say out loud, I was wrong, and I don't know. If you know a plan or decision is wrong, don't implement it. Instead, keep talking. And finally, each of us has the potential to lead, follow, or be an individual contributor. Now, one of the mantras there especially reminds me of Toyota-style leadership and lean. Don said, leaders need a base of power and authority, but the more they use it, the less there is left. That reminds me of the mantra from former Toyota executive Gary Convis, and this comes from a blog post by my good friend John Miller, his Gemba Pantoray blog. And it says, quote, Gary Convis recalls Kan Higashi, his mentor at Numi. Telling him his greatest challenge would be, quote, to lead the organization as if I had no power. And that he must shape the organization by example, through coaching, understanding, and helping others to achieve their goals, end of quote. Now telling somebody to do something because I said so, or because you're the boss, that's leading with power and authority. I agree that the uh, authority is not a bottomless well. As Don Davis said, followers choose their leaders, and they're unlikely to unchoose somebody who is overly authoritarian. Now I heard similar ethical guidelines when I worked for Johnson and Johnson, but Don Davis was the first to say something like, "Think about what you're doing and whether you'd want to see it on the front of the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal." My uh, manager used to say that all the time at J and J, and he was a good guy. But you know, ironically, J and J has often fallen short of that ethical standard in many ways over the past few years, even with their famed J&J credo. So as Don taught us, only you can lose your integrity, and that applies to people and companies. So I hope you'll check out the book. Again, it's called uh, Do the Right Thing. Uh, If you search Google, you'll probably find uh, the Spike Lee movie uh, listed first, but if you search um, for uh, Don Davis, Do the Right Thing, or Steve Cook, do the right thing. Or if you go to leanblog.org audio 57, you'll see a link to the book. I hope you'll check it out. And um, I'm curious, what do you think of the Don Davis mantras? Are they old school, cutting edge? Are they timeless? Uh, a combination of all of those things. You know, come to the blog, uh, leave a comment, tell me what you think, or you can email me mark at leanblog.org. Thanks for listening. Podcasts are sponsored by Kinexis, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com.